Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of On the Table Podcast. Today, we are going to be covering two articles, both from BBC. Number one is uh, Amy uh, Coney, or basically that uh, Trump has uh, picked his person for Supreme Court. And then, uh, man, dies being uh, too much licorice. So first, let's go ahead and get on to the first article over here. Um, it is on, uh, you know, bbc.com slash news slash world dash us dash Canada dash five four three zero three nine four two. It is titled Amy Cohen Barrett to be picked by Trump for Supreme Court. This was posted about an hour ago um, and it reads as follows. I do not see who wrote it. That'll probably be down at the bottom. Um, so, apologies if I mispronounce anything. So here we go. U.S. President Donald Trump will reportedly nominate Amy Coney Barrett, a favorite of social conservatives, to be the new Supreme Court Justice. The president's decision to be revealed at the White House on Saturday has been confirmed to the BBC's U.S. partner CBS News and other U.S. media. She would replace liberal Justice Ruther Bader Ginsburg, who died last Friday. The nomination will touch off a bitter Senate fight to get her confirmed as November's White House election looms. CBS, citing multiple sources involved in or familiar with the selection process, reported that the president had settled on Judge Barrett. When asked about his choice on Friday evening, Mr. Trump refused to give anything away. You'll find out tomorrow. Look, they're all great. It could be any one of them. Uh, if Judge Barrett is confirmed, a conservative-leaning justice will hold a 6-3 majority on America's highest court for the foreseeable future. The 48-year-old would be the third justice appointed by this Republican president after Neil Gorsuch in 2017 and Brett Kavanaugh in 2018. The Supreme Court's nine justices serve lifetime appointments, and their rulings can shape public policy on everything from gun and voting rights to abortion and campaign finance long after the president to appoint them leave office. In recent years, the court has expanded gay marriage to all 50 states, allowed for Mr. Trump's travel ban to be put in place, and delayed a U.S. plan to cut carbon emissions. <coughs> My apologies there. Amy Coney Barrett has been on Donald Trump's shortlist for Supreme Court vacancies for some time. But the word was that she would be the most appropriate replacement for Ruther Bader Ginsburg. As of last week, that was no longer a hypothetical scenario. Even before Mr. Trump reportedly settled on Judge Barrett as his pick, conservatives were rallying around the nominee, whoever it might be. And if they stick together, as all but two seem to be doing, her confirmation appears assured, whether it's before November's election or in a lame duck Senate session afterward. The choice of Judge Barrett puts Democrats in a tricky position. They have to find a way of undermining support for the nominee without seeming to attack her Catholic faith or personal background, moves that could risk turning off some voters in November. They will seek to delay the proceedings as best they can while keeping their focus on issues like health care and abortion, which could be at the center of future legal battles with a justice bear on a conservative-dominated court. Then they have to hope that 
Judge Barrett or the Republicans makes some kind of critical error. It's a tall order, but for the moment, it's the only plate they have. So who is Amy Coney Barrett? She is described as a devout Catholic who, according to a 2013 magazine article, said that life begins at conception. This makes her a favorite among religious conservatives, keen to overturn the landmark 1973 decision that legislated abortion nationwide. She has also voted in favor of President Trump's hardline immigration policies and expressed views in favor of expansive gun rights. Nominated by Mr. Trump to the Chicago-based 7th Circuit Court of Appeals, she was confirmed by Senate in a 55-43 vote in October 2017 after a tough process. She was one of the names in the president cons- names the president considered to replace Justice Anthony Kennedy in 2017. After graduating from Notre Dame University Law School in Indiana, she clerked for late Justice Anton Scalia, who died in 2016. She served as a legal scholar at Notre Dame for around 15 years. Born in New Orleans, she is married to a former federal prosecutor in South Bend, Indiana, and together they have seven children. Two of them were adopted from Haiti, and their youngest biological child has Down syndrome. Will Judge Barrett be confirmed? The White House has begun contacting Republican Senate offices to schedule meetings with the nominee next week. Nominee, sorry. Nominee next week. Two sources familiar with the planning told CBS. The courtesy calls are expected to start on Wednesday. The nominee will then be grilled by the Senate Judiciary Committee, on which 22 Republicans and Democrats sit. The hearings usually last between three and five days. Afterwards, committee members will vote on whether to send the nomination to the full Senate. If they do, all 100 senators will vote to confirm or reject. Republicans hold a slim majority of 53 senators in the chamber, but they already seem to have the 51 votes they need to get Judge Barrett confirmed. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has vowed to hold a confirmation vote before the White House election on 3rd of November. Barring a surprise, Democrats seem to have a few procedural options to prevent her gliding through the Senate to the Supreme Court bench. In Judge Barrett's 2017 confirmation hearing for the Seventh Court, a Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals, she was asked whether her religious faith could affect her jurisprudence. Diane Feinstein, a California senator, told the nominee during that hearing, "The dogma lives loudly within you." Judge Barrett insisted that her professional beliefs and her religious beliefs would be kept separate. It is not clear if Democrats will make her religion an issue this time. Why is the nomination controversial? Since Ginsburg's death, the Republican senators have been accused of hypocrisy for pressing ahead with the Supreme Court nomination during an election year. In 2016, Mr. McConnell refused to hold hearings for Democratic President Barack Obama's nominee for the court, Merrick Garland. The nomination, which came 237 days before the election, was successfully blocked because Republicans held the Senate and argued the decision should be made outside of an election year. With 39 days before the 2020 election, Democrats now say that Republicans should stand by their earlier position and let voters decide. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden said Mr. Trump's efforts to appoint a justice were an abuse of power. As Reuters and Icebos opinion survey conducted after Ginsburg's death found that 62% of U.S. adults thought the vacancy should be filled by the presidential election winner, 
while 23% disagreed and the rest that they were not sure. So that was very, very interesting. And I on and I, I heard that uh, that, that Miss Ginsburg said that you know she wanted her seat to be filled like immediately. But she said that there was no uh, there should not be any delay and just fill it now. So that 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 I do find uh very interesting. We'll we'll see how it goes. I don't know of uh, uh I don't know of Ginsburg and you know got on all that through the media and I know of Ginsburg through a documentary I watched on her, but you know, basically I don't have enough of anybody to really vote one way or another. I mean not that I would be voting, but you know, to give my opinion I'd rather not really vote. Uh, but yes, that definitely very interesting. So um in just a minute we're getting into a what sounds like a very interesting article uh, that I can't wait to read because I'm really curious to to see how it goes here. Uh, so, you know, so uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to hear from, uh, we're going to get a quick word from our sponsor. Um, so, yeah, I will talk to you guys in just a second. Again, here's a quick word from our sponsor. And welcome back. So, this is uh, this article is also brought to us by BBC.com. I know they're not sponsoring us, unfortunately, uh, but the article is BBC.com slash news slash world dash US dot Canada dash five four two six nine one four four. It is titled "Man Dies from Eating More Than a Bag of Licorice a Day." This was posted sometime yesterday. Um, so it reads. <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, so first, we have a picture of um, you know the red licorice and the the black licorice, and there's a caption that says studies have found that eating too much licorice can cause a dangerous drop in potassium levels. Um, so the article goes on to read as follows. A construction worker in the U.S. state of Massachusetts was killed by his licorice habit, doctors say. Hmm, doctors say it, but does that make it true? Probably, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, the man who has not been named but was 54 years old ate about one and a half bags of black licorice every day. He had suffered no symptoms before suddenly going into cardiac arrest in a fast food restaurant. Describing the man's case in the New England Journal of Medicine, his doctor said the glyceric acid in licorice was to blame. Glyceric acid, I think? Uh, I'm not sure. If I mispronounced anything, I apologize, but it looks like this is going to be a bunch of uh, mispronunciations here. We are told that this patient has a poor diet and eats a lot of candy. Could his illness be related to candy consumption? Dr. Lazar R. Edelman said. Uh, he said studies have shown glyceric acid, the active ingredient in licorice, could cause hypertension, hypokalemia, metabolic alkalosis, fatal arrhythmias, and renal failure, all of which were seen in his or in this patient. Hypokalemia is when a person's potassium levels in their blood become dangerously low. The patient had also recently changed the type of sweets he was eating. 
In a few weeks before his death, he switched from red fruit flavor twist to another type made with black licorice. Another doctor, Dr. Andrew L. Linguist, agreed in the report that the licorice was to blame. He wrote, further investigation revealed a recent change to a licorice containing candy as the likely cause of hypokalemia. So, basically, that's, well, that, that's a, a really short article there. But that's interesting, because I love, uh, I, I love licorice. Um, you know, both the red and the black kind. I find them absolutely delicious. And I have honestly considered uh, eating, like, two bags, three bags, bags in a day before, because, you know, like, they're so freaking good. But now, I, now I'm definitely going to not go for that. So that is definitely very, very interesting. Um, so I would recommend maybe eating about half a bag, maybe a bag tops, but not every day, even as much as I would love to, because I do love me some licorice. So, uh, yeah, there's that article. Very interesting. Didn't think that was possible. Did not expect to see this, but uh, there we have seen it. So uh, if you want uh, the, a T-shirt, go ahead and uh, tweet us on Twitter at OnTheTablePod to see one. Or go ahead and send me an email. You're, you're most likely to. Uh, nah, yeah, just go to Twitter. Uh, our email is still, still trying to figure out how to get that right. Now, I know it's been a very short podcast episode, um, but the next one should hopefully be longer. So don't forget to go ahead and follow or subscribe, whatever platform you are using. Uh, share us with your friends. Again, we are on not just Spotify, not just Google Podcasts, not just Apple Podcasts, not just uh, Anchor, not just uh breakout or breakcast or whatever we're on a lot of other platforms and if you want to know plus platforms we are on um again go to our twitter and you should find the uh, should find the platform links of platforms that are on if not uh, i can easily uh let you know just go ahead and let us know that you want to know and if you want a t-shirt again uh go ahead and let us know on twitter and we will go ahead and work with you on uh, setting up an order so there you have it. Stay tuned. Thank you all so much for listening. And again, share, listen to the previous podcasts, listen to the future podcasts. And as always, we will catch you later. Thank you all so much for listening in.